Just a heads up, there are certain parts of this podcast where the sound is not synchronized properly and there's no way I can fix it. It is what it is. So just um, know that it was not intentional. So in other words, when sometimes Patrice is answering me, I'm talking over her or vice versa. And this is because the call dropped a couple times and we had to restart the podcast. And unfortunately, there's no way to fix that. So please understand it's not intentional. She was not interrupting me. I was not interrupting her. It's just a sound synchronization issue. So please bear with us and enjoy the best you can. Thank you. I'm about ready to speak to my very good friend, Patrice Dappa Porter. She will talk to us about her childhood and her late husband, Nolan Porter, who unfortunately passed away February 4th, 2021. This is one of my first podcasts, and I had her on speakerphone, so the sound isn't the greatest, but nevertheless, it's a very wonderful chat. I hope you enjoy it. Hello, Patrice, are you there? I are. Yay. Yay. So I want to everyone to listen to the fact that um, Patrice Zappa, Porter Zappa or Zappa Porter? Zappa Porter. Zappa Porter. I know you as Patrice, but some people call you Candy. Why is that? Because my brother Carl, when I was a baby, he was about four and... Um, he named. He says we should call her Candy because she's so sweet. Ha ha. <laughs> oh. Well, that's cute. Because some people get confused. Is it Candace or Patrice? Is it the same person? I'm like, I know her as Patrice, but the people in my Frank Zappa group on Facebook are like, no, that's Candy. I'm like, it's the same person. <laughs> Yes, one in the same. One in the same. So you just got done moving. Yep, I moved to Ventura on Tuesday. You like it? I love it. I love it. It's great up here. It's it's so nice to wake up in the morning with birdies tweeting and silence and the sound of wind blowing maybe instead of loud music and screaming children and mothers barking at their kids and <laughs> sirens and God knows what, you know. So, so that would be L.A., you mean? Well, the San Fernando Valley in Van Nuys. Oh. Yeah. yeah I... No, Christ, if I was living in Los Angeles, it would be gunfire and uh, all the other stuff mentioned, aforementioned, you know, in addition to... So. <laughs> I've um, been to LA probably less than 10 times and I have to say I'm not a big fan I haven't seen much of it that I like so I, I get what you're saying no but no LA is very busy very noisy very it's depressing is what it is I, I got the feeling from Hollywood Boulevard because that's where I usually stay. I'm 
I've gone out there for to film TV segments and stuff, talk shows. And everyone on Hollywood Boulevard is trying so desperately to be famous. Mm-hmm. It's scary. Mm-hmm. Weird. And now, yep. like your your brother, your famous brother, Frank Zappa, wrote that Tinseltown Rebellion album. He nails it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He nails it. Speaking of that, um, your nephews and nieces, Dweezil, Amit, Diva, and Moon, I, I'm just... Um, to put that out there we can edit it later or something but i'm surprised that they did not send flowers or condolences or email or text or something maybe they were oblivious that you unfortunately lost your husband in february 21 2021 february 4th i think it was right right like your partner in crime your love of your life nolan Mm -hmm. um and you and I have been talking on the phone about this grieving and it was shocking, horrible. What he passed from liver cancer, horrible. Mm-hmm. And it happened so quickly. Well, it kind of had been building up. I think he was, he'd always had like stomach issues, but um, it all came to a head almost a year ago uh, when I was at work and called and asked me to come home he was really sick and so I took him to the emergency room and they did a scan on his um, abdominal area I guess your liver's not far from there and uh, they saw a mass on his liver so um, I won't name the hospital because I don't want to get sued but just to know that they dropped the ball on this and um we were instructed or suggested to get a second opinion, which we did. And uh, a really nice doctor uh, prescribed a medication that was very expensive, but we were fortunate to get it to try and shrink the tumor. Well, it produced other really bad side effects. And um, he was bedridden from like, December to January and then finally in February he passed he went into hospice at the house they kept him in the house and um and then he just it was it had gone too far the, the either the tumor was growing or it just whatever it was doing it was taking over and he passed that is um I just I mean you and I talk I don't know once or twice a month. And I remember you saying that he was sick and it only seemed like six months ago or something, or maybe less. And- yeah, they were supposed to have surgery done in August of last year. But again, the, the doctor at the hospital, uh, when he got in there and saw how big it was and it was near too many major blood vessels, etc. It was beyond his expertise. So wisely, he closed him back up and told him he couldn't take it out. So that was, you know, his, what do you call it, the death warrant or the death mill? <laughs> yeah, it just seemed like one disappointment after the other. And I couldn't believe that it was happening. It was like unraveling. We couldn't either. Unraveling before us. And it was something that couldn't be stopped. It was um, 
it, it is horrific, but um, luckily you're strong and resilient and, and you, you can feel him, his presence and uh, you had a great time together. And, uh, mm -hmm. I just think that everyone should give their condolences to you. And uh, it was just really fast and shocking and it was, it's fresh. It's like what, six weeks ago or something. It was not long ago. You're right. Yeah, about six weeks ago. But one good thing is you got a new location. You're with your daughter in Ventura, a new start. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. Are you, um, you think um, you've written what you've written two books already, right? Well, I wrote the one book and then it came out two editions, two other editions. It's called. My brother was a mother. The first one was my brother was a mother, a Zappa family album. Then the second one was my brother was a mother. Take two and take three. Are you going to perhaps write a little bit more now? I'm thinking of another book about Nolan and myself. I, and I've also been offered the opportunity to record uh, any kind of songs I want, music I want by a friend of mine who lives south area, like near San Diego. And um, he's got a recording studio and musicians that are just, you know, chomping at the bit to get me down there and record. So I'm thinking of re-recording. I don't know if I should say it now. Oh, <laughs> why not? Uh, I'm thinking of re-recording if I could only be sure. Oh, My way. That would be great. Do it. We only live one time. Well, this time around, yeah. <laughs> I And you mentioned to me before that Steve Vai helped you record one of your songs yeah a long time ago when my parents were living well my dad had passed so this was after 73 i think it was in the early 80s uh I, frank had bought my parents a duplex in north hollywood on a street called vantage and uh many different people occupied the other half of the house hugh Matsakela was one of them um uh, Gail's brother lived there and a couple other people, you know, and uh, Steve Vai was one of them. Oh, also, um, what was the name of the drummer that Frank had? Ainsley. Ainsley Dunbar lived there, too. In one giant so, apartment complex? No, no, it was a duplex, but different people at different times lived there, and those were some of the people that lived there. Awesome. Whatever time that was. Anyway, so... Um, uh, I had written a song for my daughter, the one I'm living with now, and uh, Julie. Yeah, and I wanted to record it, so uh, I asked Steve if he would help me, and I took my guitar over there, and he was just. You Wait know, a minute! You took your guitar. Yeah, play guitar. I played guitar. Yeah, I did at the time. I don't anymore. My hands don't cooperate. Oh. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> So I took my guitar in there and in his uh, apartment there and I played it and sang the song. I did the same thing at Frank's house. I don't know if it was in the same time zone, you know, or, you know, that I did it with Steve, but I played my guitar and sang the song and Frank says, how do you do that? I said, do what? He said, how do you play your guitar and sing at the same time? 
always said, well, Frank, I don't play like you'd, my God, you know, I mean, who could sing along with, <laughs> with what he would play, you know? This is, <laughs> and, that's, that's something that a lot of Zappa fans noticed that Frank did not sing and play guitar at the same time. So exactly. Huh? Yeah, he couldn't do it. But you could. Yeah, well, it was just accompanying myself, you know, playing chords. It's no big deal. That's awesome. You learn something new every yeah. day. I did not know that you played guitar. Oh, yeah. Shut up and play your guitar. <laughs> yeah. Like I say, I can't do it anymore. I uh, was at a family gathering one time and they asked me to play a song. The song that I wrote called I'm a Springer Junkie. Remember Jerry Springer? Yes. Well, I watched his show religiously, and I just couldn't believe the crap that they put on the, the show. But it is funny. And there was show, and one show was these two brothers were doing each other, and really? um, oh yeah, and so I mean that was part of the song. But anyway, I start playing the song, and while I'm strumming, the pick falls out of my hand because my hand lost control. I it's, I had no control in my hand anymore, oh. so. I went and saw the doctor, and I had to get uh, a carpal tunnel operation on my hand, and I had to get the, my elbow bone shaved to release a tendon so that now my hand is, is it works. I still can't play guitar, but I, at least I can, you know, do what I couldn't do before. Oh, jeez, it's a good thing that you don't play guitar for a living. You'd be fucked. Oh, yeah, big time. Over the table. Grease me up, Scotty. <laughs> Uh, speaking of performing, when was the last time you went to the Zappanala? And if anyone listening doesn't know what the Zappanala is. Well, they, yeah, um, it's a three-day outdoor concert in Bad Dober in Germany. And they there were bands from all over the world come and play. Frank's right, since like 25 years, right? An right, annual, probably 30. An annual Zappa festival. And you've been there yeah. how many times? Uh, this was, let's see, I was in 2002, 2016, and 2018. And you sang the last time, right? All yeah. of them. I sang all of them, yeah. Yeah, the one in 16 was really interesting. I, I played with uh, Danny Wally and the Muffin Men. <gasps> I love the Muffin Men from Liverpool. I love them. Yeah, they're awesome. Oh, my they're God. They're so fun. What talent is that? And they're so talented. I know. Jeez. They're they're amazing. So I got up there and, uh, you know, did the, the songs that I did. And then I got to talk a little bit. I told the audience <clears throat> that it had been uh, 14 years since I'd been to the first Zappanelli. And, you know, a lot of stuff has happened in that time. Uh, my mother passed away. I wrote a book and I got married to a man of color. And his name is Nolan Porter. And the audience went crazy because a lot of people knew who he was oh. so he comes out he comes out on stage and we did the if I could only be sure oh. and uh, yeah it was fun and then in in uh, 18 we were there that was really amazing the, that was the last you know, time the that was the last time Nolan's been there obviously that he was there yeah and then he went to we went to was it 18? 19, yeah. 2019 was when he went to England to tour, unfortunately, for the last time with its other band 
called the signatures and they're really good too and um so i noticed that's when i saw the pictures of him performing and noticed how much weight he'd lost i mean he just kept dropping weight like it was falling oh, off of him that's so sad yeah yeah but we had a good time we had a good ride that was his last <laughs> that was his last too. hurrah yes it was but didn't paul weller see yeah, Paul Weller, Paul Weller recorded, if I can be sure, and he was also at the uh, Henry Ford Theater, excuse me, Henry Fonda Theater in uh, Los Angeles, and we were invited to go there that night, uh, his, this uh, guy that no, uh, no one knows, Marv Mack, he uh, brought us there. And uh, we went backstage and they met and talked and just had a great time. And next thing you know, Paul says, well, I want you to come on stage and do a song oh. with us. Cotton Dolan was going to have a heart oh. attack. He was just over the moon. He was so excited. And so he got up there and they did uh, uh, the Martha Vandella song. Um, Heat Wave, Heat I think wave. it is. Paul Weller and Nolan yeah, did Heat Wave together. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, it was great. It's. I think you can pull it up on YouTube. Oh, I will do that. I yeah, will do that. Mm -hmm. I will do that now. Actually, um, yeah, you know what annoys me that I mean, most Americans don't know who Paul Weller is. That annoys me. He is from the Jam. He is like the Godfather of mod, mm -hmm. a mod rocker. Yeah, from the sixties. Mm -hmm. Paul Weller is a Paul Weller, sorry. Paul Weller is a guitar genius. And he yeah. uh, sent his condolences for Nolan's parting on Instagram. I saw it. Oh, uh, yeah. nice. Yet your own family can't, you know, I'm confused about that. Confusion. <laughs> what do you think about that? I don't. don't. Good answer. Mm -mm. Good answer. And I'm not worried. You're the you're the last. You know, I tried to get I've I've sent messages to Ahmed, but you know it it doesn't. It, he's too busy, doesn't answer them. I don't know. Ahmed Dweezil. But I did try to get him. You send messages to them mm -hmm. and they don't answer. No, I didn't send anything to Dweezil. I just sent one to Ahmed because I really don't have any way to contact Dweezil or or Amun. I I emailed so. Ahmed too, and he didn't write back. I guess. He's busy with his kids. I don't know, but it's kind of that makes me yeah. that makes me sad. Okay, because you are Aunt Patrice, you are Frank's sister, you are their aunt. They should have sent flowers. They should have called you and said we're sorry for your loss. But that's just me as a family person. Okay, that's me. You you are the yeah. last living Zappa. I, I mean, am the core so the core man. family. You Frank Bob and carl right yeah yeah and then last november carl and my sister ann oh yeah I, who was uh okay how many were how many was in the core family all together the children five oh, i forgot her okay so that's my sister ann from my dad's previous marriage to my mom so they both died last november uh i think carl had like a heart attack and i think <sighs> 
Anne had COVID. I'm not sure. I don't know how she would have got it. She See, I don't know much this. about Anne because she was from a previous marriage, as you said. Yeah. But 2020 was, was 2020 was the worst year for you ever. Well, 2020 and 2021, you know, yeah, they both yeah, okay, but you had a bad start to 2021. I forgot that. It's all big. But I'll be 70 next Sunday. So, hey, I'm looking what forward is? to that. I'll be 70 next Sunday. Oh, you're still a spring chicken as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I don't consider people <laughs> old until they get 80. Then we start talking old. Yeah. <laughs> so, wait a minute. Yeah. You're, tell, tell you're, you're almost an Easter birthday girl. So, it's not. So, okay, I got it. Uh, so you're, people got to understand here, this is the last living Zappa. Patrice is carrying the name. It's very important that you take care of your health because we need you around for a long time. And this is a new chapter in your life. What, what are you going to do now? You're going to get healthy. You're going to, you're going to make music. Yeah. And, and, and get the with the new computer system i want to install a, a software called dragon i've heard of that what is that and it's a you put it in and instead of typing you talk and it prints out everything you say I need that. <laughs> yeah so that will make it easy for me to you know i don't have See, I kept telling Nolan, I said, you have a book in you. All the people that you related to, that you've met, that you've worked with, things that have happened to you, you have a book. And and then, you know, before he gets rid of the kick, that's when he goes, okay, well, we'll do a book. And it never happened. And it never happened. And so I'm going to have to look it up. And, and, but I don't, I don't know all the details. You know, I mean, he, had a memory like an elephant. He could remember this and remember that and who he talked to and blah, blah, blah. Well, maybe it's a good idea to reach out to people that has recorded with him, that know him, and let them put their input put as well and blend it all together. Well, if I can get, a, if I can get in touch with them. Some of them, some of them aren't here oh, anymore. Well, so. Even Paul Weller. I would reach out to Paul Weller and say, Paul, could you write a page? Just one page for Nolan's book. Just he'd do it. I'll reach out to him if you won't. I will. You know how to get in touch. He's with on him? Instagram. All you got to do is private message him. Okay. I okay. have his, his tour manager's information and stuff. I will reach out for you. We will get we will get a word from Paul Weller. We will get a page or two from him for you. You got to do it like that. Tell me who to reach out to. We'll make this a grand. Hurrah for for Nolan, and, and we will yeah. we will get it done. I think you should have a podcast. Yeah. You have a million stories to tell. Everyone would want to listen. The Zapper world, you know, they want to hear what you what you have to say. There's a lot more stuff there. And now you're at peace in your sunny little home with the birds and the chickens and everything. No, no, no chickens. And the annoying cat, <laughs> by the way. I spoke to my girlfriend. She cannot accept <laughs> any more cats. So if anyone in the LA area would like a very cute male cat, let us know. <laughs> yeah. I or a female cat here in New Jersey. <laughs> Mine's driving me crazy. <laughs> yeah. So anyways. So um la, let me know 
what's next? Because we will get back in touch with you. We're going to do round two. This is by far the last time Patrice and I are going to chat because we talk, we chat all the time. We're going to be updating you mm-hmm. and we need your input. So whoever has recorded with Nolan Porter, we need to hear from you because we're going to sew together a wonderful book. Right? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's mostly, you know, about our life because we were together for 22 so years. Many pictures. Yeah. They're all over Facebook. Right, so you could take the pictures and underneath each picture, write a page or two about that picture. That'll help your memory and, uh, you know, document it. Like that. yeah. mm-hmm. That's how I'm going to do my book. I, I, pictures help the memory, don't they? Yeah, they do. I just, when I was getting, when I was packing up my stuff to move here, I ran across two pictures of him and I that are, one is when we were first going together, and he looked. Uh, <laughs> where did you meet? <laughs> where we met? Okay, there, we had a mutual friend named Mary Linville, <clears throat> who is <clears throat> a really sweetheart. She knew Nolan, and then she met me, and so she tells Nolan about me. She tells me about Nolan. You guys got to meet. You got to hear each other sing. Ba 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 ba. It wasn't happening fast enough. So on his, I think it was the day after his 50th birthday in May, <clears throat> she calls him up, calls me up, and invites us both out to this now defunct place that was called Leon Steakhouse. It is now a CVS pharmacy. Uh-huh. And uh, so we, we met, and as we walked in, as I walked into Leon, he was sitting at the table with Mary, but uh, he looks over at me with his arms folded across his chest. He just gives me this look with this smile in his eyes. And I I went, oh my God, this guy sprung already. And so we sat down and we talked. Then then it's time for, it was karaoke. So we got up and we sang songs together. We sang Too Much, Too Little, Too Late by Denise Williams and Johnny Mathis. Uh, several years later at our temple, because we're both uh, Jewish, we both converted. Awesome. <clears throat> they were giving um, uh, an event to uh, honor Lieber and Stoller, the songwriting. They wrote so many hits. Uh, and that and Denise Williams was there. And so we I went up to her and I told her, I said, you know, that song you did with Johnny Matthews, the first song that Nolan and I ever sang together. And uh, Theodore Bikel was there also. And I went up behind him and I tapped him on the shoulder and I he turned around and said, hello, Mrs. Bikel. I believe you're in my brother's movie, 200 Motel. He goes, ah, yes, Frank Zappa, a very persuasive man, but <laughs> nice. Blew me away. Now here's here's something that I thought was kind of interesting. Uh, I was in my credit union the other day, taking care of some business that I had to, and you know they had music playing over the the intercom there, the loudspeaker, whatever you call it. And guess what song uh, came? Dirty on? Love. No, no, too much, too oh. little, too late. <laughs> wow, that. So I figured, okay, no one's that, here. That's a thing. <laughs> that's bizarre. Yeah. It was kind of cool. Hell? 
I just thought, you know, it was nice. I mean, I, 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 I'm not going to get into the uh, look here, brother, who you're driving with that cosmic debris. But I do think that when people pass, their spirits are lingering around and they show us signs. I mean, I, oh, yeah. I, my mom is dead and I feel it too. So you must feel it with Nolan. Oh, yeah. And Frank, too. Frank was around for, for a while. <laughs> He's probably busy making more music, yeah. <laughs> drinking coffee up there. <laughs> well, then when, when Bob passed, oh, my God, you know, his wife and Diane and I uh, were talking a lot. And, you know, his, that was that was another thing. The night. OK, he died on December 18th. I got a call at 1.15 in the morning from Bob's wife's sister saying that Bob had passed away that and um so I'm like oh I didn't know what to say I said okay just keep me posted on what's going on and and did he have a heart attack nope didn't fall didn't hurt anything he just dropped mm. dead so how old was he <laughs> at 75 yeah so um, that night, we had a show to do. And so I, I announced it, you know, to the audience. I said, you know, I'm, you're all aware of my brother passing in 93. Well, uh, early, earlier today, my brother Bob passed away. And oh, so I'm dedicating the show to him and Frank. And I know they're having a blast because they, well, you know. The whole, the whole fam, the whole fam family's up there except for you. Whole families up there, man. They're just partying so like mothers. You, you were, you know. Were you born in Baltimore? Yeah, all of us kids. Hence were. the song "What's New in Baltimore." And then you moved to the West Coast when you were California. See, some some people have the date wrong. They said November of 1950, but it was 1951 because that's the year hmm. I was born. You know. And uh, we moved to uh, Monterey, Monterey. So California. you were basically just hatched in Baltimore and then dragged to the West Coast. Yeah, I'm pretty much a Californian. Yeah. And uh, yeah, good thing that you don't live in Baltimore now, because <laughs> what's new in Baltimore? It's not really good news. But uh... <laughs> yeah, really. Well, we also we moved to uh, in 1960, right after Kennedy was elected. We moved to uh, Sarasota, Florida, because my dad was a teacher, and he got a job there at uh, one of the high schools to teach math. And so we went there, and it was a it was very nice. But we were homesick. We wanted to go back to California. Wait a minute! We you moved back. from Baltimore to California, mm -hmm. and then to Florida. No. no. We were already living in California for like 10 oh, I years. Oh, you said 50, 50, and, I mean 60, okay, sorry. No, in 60, after oh, right. Kennedy was elected, President Kennedy, right. So uh, then we came back to California and we moved into a place, a house in Montclair. And then uh, again, my dad got another job in Jacksonville, Florida. And we moved there, and we were there the night that Martin Luther King was assassinated. Let me tell you what scary is all about. Living down south. Wow. <laughs> Oi. Anyway, then we came back, 
we came back and just in time for Robert Kennedy oh, to get it. No. Yeah, it was really so this, I'm wondering if that did that affect that must have affected Frank's songwriting, all of this. Um, it might have, and he never told me anything about it, but you know, like times that I had gone over, oh one <laughs> you'll love this. One time I was over at Frank's, I was about 17, I think, maybe. And I was with my dad because he would not let me go up there alone. Anyway, so um, Frank says, come here, Candy, I want you to meet somebody. And so I walked over to him, and there was a guy standing there, and he goes, Candy, oh, this is Jeff Beck. Love him. I, I didn't know who he was because I'd never heard of him. I shook his hand and I said, hi, how are you? And then when I found out whose hand I shook. Wow. <laughs> like Jeff somebody is so kicked charming. Me. And I love his, I love his smile. I and I love his giggle. So what, what, he was at your yeah. house? Oh, He was at Frank's house. Do you yeah. ever recall Roger Waters living at Frank's house for a whole summer? Did you hear? Catch up. No, I no. It was very rare and in between when I got to go up to Frank's place. I had Why to make an appointment. <laughs> oh yeah, because he was so busy. That's true. He's always writing and 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 doing stuff. I mean, I went over there one Christmas because that was the only day he had off, and the guy I was dating at the time made uh, Christmas dinner for all of us. Uh, my mom and me and my kids it was prime rib and you know all the trimmings that go with it so we go up to frank's and as i'm walking through the house i go through the kitchen there's a couple of pots of broccoli on the stove <laughs> cooking and i go down to stairs to see frank and i said oh frank you missed it you should have been there he said why i said because john cooked prime rib for dinner and he looked at me and he sunk in his chair and he put his hand like he was leaning his head on his hand. He said, I wonder what Gail's got cooking in the kitchen for Christmas. I said, oh, she's got a couple of pots of broccoli for you. And he said, broccoli on Christmas Day. <laughs> in the dangerous kitchen. The dangerous the kitchen. Clean it. <laughs> Wow, that is hilarious. What I'm curious, hopefully when you write your book about you and Nolan, you're going to have some Frank antidotes in there too, right? Did, I mean, did Nolan ever meet Frank? He was in his house with his producer, Gabriel Meckler. And, um, but Frank was, I think, on tour at the time. So he never really met him in person. He was only in his house. I don't know what he was doing there with Gabriel, but they went to see him for something or they went over there for some reason but it it was like um what do you call it uh, the planets aligning or something because he i met <clears throat> nolan well that was like 1969 i think he was over there at his house and 30 years later we met wow that is crazy yeah it was like destiny meant to be for yeah. sure that is so yeah. cute. I when I met you and Nolan together out in California, 
um, I was out there for the Jimmy Kimmel. No, I was out there to do a Buick commercial. We met at my hotel, remember, uh-huh. in the outside lobby. And um, the way that Nolan would look at you, um, I was like, I hope someday to have a man that looks at me like that. Like he was really into you and everything you said, you know, he would pay attention when you spoke. It was, it was really sweet. Oh. After he passed, I had so many people tell me, Nolan loved you so much. He always talked about you. And I'm like, wow, how come I didn't know this? Uh, sometimes men are just too <laughs> proud to admit, but I, you know, I'm a very observant person. Otherwise I wouldn't have this massage business. I can read people. I can feel people. And um, yeah, I, I noticed. And, and the pictures I have of us three, I'm going to have to send you it again in case you lost it. But he's his body language he's all he was all about you and um let you speak and observed you and was doting on you when you spoke i don't that's maybe you didn't notice because he was he would dote on you when you speak you know it was great very sweet Mm. very charming so but music is the best we're gonna go on and make some music and you're gonna record that music right well, yeah. I hope so. You have a whole new start now, a whole new place to live. You're going to be inspired and run with this. Take his, take your story, take his music. Got to keep going. And of course, the Zappa fans are going to want to hear this, you know. Yeah. They're, they're going to want to know more stuff about what it was know. like growing up with him and all that other stuff. And read the damn book. Is it still on Amazon? I, you know what? I don't know. I've never looked. I guess you don't get rich from writing a book anymore. That's probably true. Um, you know, you could, you could put, I guess you could put it online, but do you, it's not do you, the same. I mean, you don't have to distribute them yourself, right? You have a distributor. No, I have, uh, well, yeah, I do. Uh, it's Greg Russo. Uh, with crossfirepublications.com. Crossfirepublications.com. And, uh, right, you go on to that and you'll see the book. My All three of my books, plus my dad's book, uh, Chances and How to Take Them, a book he wrote on gambling, which he researched thoroughly. And um, he wrote that in 1966. Or it, was, uh, it was done in 1966. So... There, and and Nolan's music is well, on there too. Have you, his first his first albums that were made into a CD. I was going to say, did you ever think about doing an audio book? Because that's a big thing right now. You could talk no. the book. You could you could actually sit down and read the book, and make it downloadable so people can listen to it on their iPods at the beach or whatever. And then you would have full control over it. You yeah. own the book, right? You own your own story. All right, it's copyrighted, but I'll have—I don't know how to check just that go to out. Amazon. I don't know what, and click on self-publishing. We'll 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 sort that out. But you know, there's so much. There's now you don't okay. um you know, you have a little more free time, I guess, and uh, I hope to hear a lot of good stuff coming out of you because you like I said, you ain't old, sister. You ain't old. <laughs> and what are you gonna do for your birthday? 
Well, I'll, uh, a friend of my daughter's is uh, buying my dinner at its restaurant called Lure, L-U-R-E. It's out here in Ventura, and it's one, a wonderful fish restaurant. This it's is called Lure? And that's about it. Oh, yeah, okay. Lure. You're going to have like your birthday lure. dinner there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if anyone wants their Patrice Zappa book yeah, signed, then you can stalk her on her birthday. <laughs> um, they, I was going to have a party last year. I remember that, you know, and but it it fell through because of yeah, you know the what? Kung fl- and say it the so, kung flu. Uh, <laughs> the kung gong fuku. Okay. The fungula. Uh-huh. So um, I, I wanted to have one this year, but obviously taking care of Nolan was, you know, prime work. And so that didn't happen. I couldn't make plans for it. So, yeah. So I'm just going to be at that restaurant. Hopefully get spoiled. Um, I think we're going to go. Hopefully you're going to get spoiled. Huh? On a side note. On a side note. <laughs> well. I think what we're going to do, because Nolan's buried up here. That's why we had him buried up here in Ventura, so that we could That's a good all idea. be together. Yeah. Have, so I might have a drink on his grave, grave, whether it's chamomile yeah. tea or wine. You don't even drink. Do you drink? Well, here's the deal. I was talking to a very good friend of mine, and I said, when this is all over, and I get to settle in, settle down, have a rest i want a glass of glen what is it Livet. what is that glen Livet, a single blended malt whiskey it's the finest oh. you can get scotch finest it's scotch you can drink it's either glen glen Livet oh. or glen fittick mm-hmm. either one of those this shit ain't not this not, it's not cheap. This is not a but cheap. But you deserve it. It's your freaking birthday. So, so listen, so the day of the funeral, the friend I mentioned that to, she comes bringing a long, long bag. bag. <laughs> a long bag and in the bag was a bottle of Glenlivet. So, uh yeah, I think I might uh have a little shot glass with an ice cube and uh, pour some of that in there and just no i do not drink but yes i will have a sip of that and uh smoke did you say a cigarette you're gonna have a cigarette you don't smoke yeah oh no i don't well don't keep something i want to do but that's bad for your health you know well you know (laughs) living is bad for your health okay so, you know, I know we all make choices to commit suicide <laughs> in one way or another. But uh, yeah, I just, I just, that's what I want to do. I want to just, you know, I think I'll go to the beach and do that. Just sit, just watch the water, take a sip and a smoke. I want to offer cruise. you a massage for your birthday. And obviously I can't fly out there. So you can pick a dot bot of your choice from the website. 
And I, if, if, if you're allowed to have <laughs> massage at, at your new location, I'm not sure. Oh, I'm, yeah. well, Patrice, I'm, I'm, uh, I want people to know steps, that Patrice lot, has been my massage tester out in LA for years. What does that mean? That means anyone who wants to work for my massage company out in the LA area well, they have to send me their credentials, their massage license, their resume. They have to have at least one year of massage work experience and all that. And then they have to go massage Patrice for an hour so that she can tell me dot they were great or dot they were absolutely shit and they had bad breath and long pokey fingernails. They were talking too much during the massage. Do not hire this person. So she has been my massage tester for a long time and are you ready to resume the massage testing or no yeah <laughs> you get free fine. massages um just, yeah it is no one took a couple a for deal. the team right me tell you, me tell he took one and he was just amazed he he says i don't want anybody to touch me but you i said well i can't do what they do you know, uh, <laughs> I'd like to think I could, but <laughs> no unhappy and no happy ending. Only unhappy endings. <laughs> well, good. We're gonna arrange a massage for your birthday. Not necessarily on your birthday because you're gonna be smoking and drinking, apparently. But maybe you might need a massage yeah, really. after your birthday. <laughs> yeah, probably at the in April, maybe. We'll do it. I'll work out something. There's a there's a staircase here though, a, a big staircase. Hey, so you know like, what? They're going to have to deal with it. They want to work for drop. me and massage celebrities under my name. They have to deal with some stairs. I've massaged Sting one time backstage at an old theater near Camden. Can't remember the name of the theater, and it was a windy, very narrow staircase, and I had to carry my heavy massage table up and down. Yeah, so you know. Wee. They have to be able to to roll with that or they can't like if someone says, oh, I don't do staircases. Well, there's I can't hire them. They have to be they got to, you know, they got to want it. So I don't do staircases. Hey, oh, maybe well, they you can massage work. you out in the yard. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> or at the beach. Meet me at the beach. How far are you from the beach? Uh, oh, well, there you go. Meet me at the half. beach set up massage you right there. There you go. Boom. Well, it'd have to be a nice warm day because, you know, you take that's your top true, off, true. you know. They can bring a little tent and build it around <laughs> you. We have to do that sometimes, too. Sure. Not a pitch tent, you know, a tent. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, where there's a will, there's a way. But so you're my yeah. first official music industry guest on my podcast, I'm so flattered and happy. And, you know, I love you. You're one of my favorite people in the whole world. And yeah, okay, we talk a lot. Too. Hmm? Does that mean we're going steady? Oh, we're going steady. Does that mean I'm, we're going your steady? Love. <laughs> Isn't there a song called Love of My Life? <laughs> right. Oh, I'm looking forward to the music, though. I really want to hear. <laughs> I want to hear this. You doing Nolan's songs? Yeah, it's going to be a lot funkier than uh, 
you know, because he's got it, uh, the northern soul sound. And I'll try and keep that in there, but I'm going to add, I'm going to fatten it up with a lot mm -hmm. of background and do you, vocals. If you need any musicians to help, you know, let me know. Now I got them all. He, this guy, he has everybody. He says, we are 100% behind you. We want to record. We want to play with you. We want to record you. So, you know, they want to keep me there for like a couple days and, and put me wow. up in a motel and blah, 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 blah. And this is nice. This is wonderful. And I, I appreciate that. And uh, I think it would be uh, quite. That's going to be amazing. Let me know when that's done so we can promote that. That's yeah. going to be great. I want to hear that. Even my daughter who lives in Germany mm -hmm. knows who Nolan is. Amazing. Yep. She's like, oh, I know cool. who he is. I was like, wow. Because she was here when Nolan passed. Mm -hmm. And we were like. She was like, I know who he is. It's so sad. What the hell? You know, so he's known in Europe. He's very known in Europe. Yeah. Kind of, oh, like, in kind of like David Hasselhoff. Everyone sure knows who have. he is. <laughs> no, no. I'm not comparing him to David Hasselhoff. I'm just saying. You know, when someone's big in Europe, it doesn't mean they're known here and vice versa. Like no one in Europe knows who the hell Greg Allman is. I'm serious. Like a, I lived in Europe half my life. I'm like, you don't know the Almond Brothers oh, or the Grateful Dead? They're like, no. So, well, <laughs> but Frank, but they do know who Gordon Ramsay is. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay. But everyone, <laughs> I like Gordon. I, I want to meet Gordon Ramsay. Ramsay. I want to meet him and shake his I hand. Watch, that's who I watch every night when I eat my salad. Yeah. I love him. He, he's, he's not just a hunk. He's, he's a hunk. funny. He's sassy. He knows how to cook. His wife is the luckiest woman. Oh, my God. I love Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> and Absolutely. she's a doll. Gosh, she's so pretty. And his kids are so cute little toe he, he, I wouldn't <laughs> say he's my yeah. physical ideal. I mean, he's cute, but his attitude makes him cute, you know? You think he's hot? Okay. Well, okay. Yeah, he's. Uh, he is. Yeah, he's. I've always liked Gordon. I I liked him when I first saw him with the uh, Hell's the, Kitchen, the one where he screams at people. Yes, Hell's Kitchen. That's it. Oh man, I used to sit there and watch that every week and go, "How do people?" Right take now, I'm shit? watching Helen back on Hulu and cracks me up. Oh my god, it's so funny. If you don't have Hulu, let me gift it to you. It's it, you got to watch the show. It's great. And there's no such thing as a, a dangerous kitchen <laughs> no. <on> there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the dangerous yeah. hell kitchen. <laughs> If there one thing yet another flies in the back and this the sponge will hurt you if you don't smell it first. So I'm just ad living here. I don't know if those are that's the milk in the in the plastic container. <laughs> oh yeah. You don't milk. smell it first. It could wreck your complexion, make you blind or whatever. <laughs> in the evening when you get home. It could Crawl off your. Did your parents then. laugh at Frank's lyrics? <laughs> oh. oh, they didn't hear them. No, oh. they didn't know. They didn't know. I tell you what, though, one night, um, uh, he was supposed to. 
he sent a limo out for my mom and dad. This is after my I divorced my first husband and I had David, who was little then. And uh, he was going to send a, a limousine out for my parents to go see him at, oh God, where was it? Some auditorium, big auditorium. And it was with Flo and Eddie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom did not want to go. She says, I don't want to go. I said, can I go? Will you babysit David? Can I go? Yeah. Okay. So we pull up this limousine and everybody is flocking around wow. it to see who's getting out of it. Me and my dad get out and they didn't know. They didn't know who we were. So we go inside, we sit down and I'm just like, I'm just cruising. I'm cruising, you know, looking at everything. And this is one of my first big concerts with uh, Frank. And Wait, what is that? What's that smell? Oh, that was my first smell of pot. It was great. I was like 21, 22, something like that. And so like, we're, I'm sitting next to my dad and there's Harry Ruby sitting next to my father on the other side. He was another music, big name in the music industry. So like the concert's going on anyway, Harry nudges my dad because he's, you know, he says, see that guy over there? One of the musicians, he says, that's my son. My dad looks at him and he goes, see that guy right there? That's yeah. my son. <laughs> wow. So he got to see his son. That's good. That's awesome. Yeah. Because yeah. the, lyrics, the lyrics are so funny. Does it yeah. annoy you ever that people flock to you because you're Frank's sister? Or does is it flattery? Oh, I just, I, it doesn't bother me. You know, I figure, you know, better than have yeah. them say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they'll come and tell me whole lyrics to, you know, to a whole song, you know, and I'm like, that's nice. Now, do you know yeah. the preamble to the Constitution? That was important to Frank. That's one thing I love <laughs> that he was all about Constitution. Yeah. And, you know, uh, one time, somebody introduced me to this friend of his. Man, this is Frank Zappa's sister. And I just kind of stood there. And the guy looked at me and he frowned. And he goes, oh. Frank Zappa? I've never heard of him. I said, that's okay. Oh, he never heard of you touche. either. <laughs> I love it that your brother stood up for freedom of speech. That was that's really important. Yeah. And I don't think he would appreciate the cancel culture. I'm just saying, and all the censorship, you know. You know what, Dot? I was sitting thinking the other day. I do that on occasion. <laughs> I sometimes it hurts, but anyway, <clears throat> I was sitting there thinking, God, you know what? I'm the sister of one of the most prolific composers. Yes. In the world. And I married to one of the most famous loved Northern soul artists Indeed. in the world. How did that happen? Because yeah. you're candy. 
Yes. Everybody's sweet. Your candy. It was just like, wow. Nobody, I mean, nobody how many people that. can say that? That's why you should take that inspiration and situation and continue on and put it in music and put it in the book. You need to carry that on right now. You gotta, you gotta carry the torch now. It's now or never. <laughs> well, we will see what we will see. Well, thank you for you know giving me the opportunity oh, to be your first. It's an honor. I'm once, once it gets up there on Spotify, I'm going to post oh. it in the the Zapper group, and everyone can listen. And uh, I might ask you to text me the link where your book is again and stuff. And I'll put that in there. So <laughs> it was great talking to you. Love you.